This episode of Weekly Weird News is sponsored by HelloFresh and by Honey. This was a bad week for Republicans, a bad week for cryptocurrency enthusiasts, a very bad week for Elon Musk, but it was an especially bad week for chickens. Mm -hmm. And yes, every week is a bad week for chicken when you consider that somewhere around 130 million chickens are slaughtered each day. But multiple news stories from the past week involve chicken. And this being Weekly Weird News, it's just further insult to injury for the chicken community. They've, yeah. they've gone through enough. Yeah. Uh, for starters, living your whole life in preparation for being eaten, it really sucks. But at least chickens can take some comfort in knowing that this is all part of the circle of life. And they're providing vital calories and nutrients to whoever or whatever stomach they end up in. And sadly, no such comfort can be taken when the destiny of a chicken is not to be eaten, but rather to be used as a vessel to smuggle a handgun through airport security. It's something that wouldn't even occur to most of us, but most of us aren't Florida man. Now for me, I see a yard bird and I'm like, that is a perfect way to sneak drugs, weapons, or yeah. anything. Yeah. Man. So uh, according to the TSA, a Florida man recently did exactly that. He stuffed a gun inside of a raw chicken and tried to get it through airport security. And it would have worked if it weren't for you dang kids. It, so this was raw? This was raw meat? Raw. That's clearly more than three ounces of liquid inside that uh, chicken breast. I'm going to yeah, need to Especially open if you buy that it up. at a large, a big box supermarket. They they add a lot of water to those chickens uh, um, to bump up the weight. Anytime I see, like, if I go to a place and they have, like, giant chicken wings, I'm like, that's disgusting. <laughs> These are genetically modified. They are. Anyway, the TSA didn't provide any further context about the suspect here or whether they were even arrested. I would assume they were, but whoever runs the TSA Instagram account had a great time writing the caption for this post, as they do all the time on Instagram. It's yeah. got to be one of the funnest uh, government jobs is uh, TSA Instagram post. Yeah, I, I mean, aside from people just knowing that your job is essentially security theater, the, the, the social accounts tend to have a little bit of fun with it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So here's what they wrote. There's a personal foul here. The plot chickens as we barrel our way closer to Thanksgiving. For us, it's a time to be thankful that our officers are always working around the cluck to keep you safe. Take, for instance, this Hen You Believe It find at Fort Lauderdale Hollywood International Airport. We hate to beak it to you here, but stuffing a firearm in your holiday bird for travel is just a waste of time. This idea wasn't even half-baked. It was raw, greasy, and obviously unsupervised. The only roast happening here is this poor packing choice. Feather you like it or not, there are rules for traveling with guns and ammunition. So don't wing it. Roost over the proper packaging info through the link in our bio. Hashtag raw chicken, hashtag chicken, hashtag concealed, hashtag airport security. I mean, it's a good plan. You know, you're keeping, you know, the weapon's safe. It's inaccessible because it's inside of a raw chicken. Yeah, um, but... I don't know exactly how those x-ray machines work, but... Um, it would have been a funny sight, I think. Yeah. Yeah, at the very least. But we do wish there was more context here, because like they said, traveling with a legally owned handgun, it isn't really all that difficult as long as you properly check your bag. Stuffing a gun inside a whole uncooked chicken in their carry-on luggage means this person knew they couldn't just walk onto an airplane with a gun. Um, yeah. So they had to figure something out, and they... they they got creative with it. They decided to do it anyway. So, yeah. But why? Why stuff it into a chicken? I mean, this could have potentially gone very badly. Um, it ruined a perfectly good chicken, first of all. Second of all, like, clearly this person was trying to... Was up to something. Yeah. ISIS and the Taliban are like, 
Hmm. Mm, chickens, you say? Well, now now they're like, thanks, thanks TSA. Now we can't put handguns in chickens. Yeah. Actually, actually, it's a good thing. Uh, I'm pretty sure the haram rules would stop most uh, fundamentalist mm-hmm. Islamic terrorists from doing anything like this because mm-hmm. uh, they are correct. This would be disgusting. Yeah. Never let your gun touch the uh, raw insides of a dead animal. Mm-hmm. It's haram. So you yeah, have that's, to, uh, you have to act like you forgot. You know, oh, oh. Oh look, you know I carry this thing all the time. Mm-hmm. I forget that it's that it's in there. And then in Florida, they're like, "Well, of course, we'll go ahead and take this gun to your house for you and yeah. leave it there." Yeah, and enjoy that chicken. Hey, enjoy that chicken. Did you go to Publix and get that? Oh, God. <laughs> Anyways, in other chicken news, KFC is of course the biggest fast food chicken brand on earth, with over twenty-two thousand locations in one hundred and fifty countries. That level of global dominance is great for profits, but it also makes it an inevitability that KFC is going to inadvertently do some deeply culturally offensive shit at some point. Mm. They're just spread so thin and so wide, it's a, it's a ticking time bomb. Now, brands, of course, love using any calendar holiday as an excuse to promote their products. And here in the U.S., pretty much any holiday that shows up on a standard calendar is, is a day for happiness and celebration. We like to be happy here. Mm-hmm. This is, however, not the case in countries that are a bit less in denial about the horrible things that have happened in their past. And one country that very notably has a lot of horrible things that have happened in the not-so-distant past is Germany. So here's the BBC. KFC has apologized after sending a promotional message to customers in Germany, urging them to commemorate Kristallnacht with cheesy chicken. The Nazi-led series of attacks in the country in 1938 left more than 90 people dead and destroyed Jewish-owned businesses and places of worship. It is widely seen as the beginning of the Holocaust. The message, heavily criticized for its insensitivity, was later blamed on an error in our system. The fast food chain sent an app alert on Wednesday saying, It's Memorial Day for Kristallnacht! (laughs) Treat yourself with more tender cheese on your crispy chicken! Now, at KF Cheese! Uh, Around an hour later, another message was sent with an apology, (laughs) according to the Build newspaper. We are very sorry. We will check our internal processes immediately so that this does not happen again. Please excuse this error. Uh, The message is reported to have said. Germany takes the 9 November anniversary of Kristallnacht, the Night of Broken Glass, seriously, with numerous memorial events and discussions scheduled to reflect the Nazis' murder of more than 6 million Jewish people. So yikes, but the cheese stretches. Yeah, look at that. I mean, it was bad, but we you know what would cheer up all the sadness you're all experiencing looking back on one of the darkest moments in our country's history? Some Kentucky Fried Chicken. I, I mean, this is like what America would do. It'd be like, you know, the day's remembered for something horrible. So why don't we just try to like cheer everyone up? Yeah. And this is going to be cheesy chicken day. Actually, this is more like when that mattress store tried to do a 9-11 sale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Twin Towers sale. Look, the deal was great. And they got people's attention. They did, until they had to shut down. And between that and Ted Cruz looking at porn, I forgot why 9-11, what even happened uh, on the actual day. Yeah. Yeah, it was helpful. Mm -hmm. It's nice to laugh on such a sad day. But look, yikes. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. so KFC's explanation of why this happened, it does actually seem pretty believable. Someone Uh, registered a verified name paying $8 and... (laughs) Unfortunately not. These these messages came directly through the KFC app. Uh, so they say that an automated bot just sort of scans the calendar for holidays and days of observance and promotes KFC chicken accordingly. 
Um, yeah, I mean, in the U.S., where aside from 9/11, pretty much everything on the calendar is suitable for promoting commerce. Yeah, this would not be much of a problem. But in countries that committed genocide within the last hundred years,、uh, and are pretty open about that,、uh, the calendar is a bit more of a minefield and not really something you'd want a bot to handle.、Mm-hmm. Of course, if the U.S. was more honest with itself, our own calendars would be full of similarly horrific days of remembrance. Yes, but that would make it harder for all of our beloved brands to do business. Which is basically cancel culture, if you think about it. Did、so. they? Was there? Were there any insurrection sales、uh, on the first anniversary? Because I feel like that's going to be a thing in like twenty years. Yeah, maybe at like. Because、um, it's it's just after Christmas, so all the items that people have returned will be discounted, and you can kind of like maybe down at the、that. gun store. Yeah, yeah January well, sixth.、Uh, <laughs> that's、uh, tiki that's, torches half off. <laughs> Nobody wants to be seen with these anymore. Yeah, strange, and that's a good thing. They should, they should be scared. But we've to, got them、uh, you know. if you want them. But look, this.、Uh, but, but I want to point out though,、uh, one of the best、uh, accounts that is actually helping me with my Spanish is KFC's Español account. Oh yeah, it, it is just nonstop memes, and、uh, memes are helping me learn because、uh, the the grammar that's used in it is is far different than、yeah. you would expect from a normal. It's it's、uh, much more、lesson. immersive. It's it's not so formal. You're learning the Spain. The Spanish that、uh, that the youth that the common people speak. Yes, exactly. But it, you know, this it's been a very bad week for chicken,、uh, but also chicken that doesn't just involve a gun being stuffed inside of it, or you know, the world's most popular chicken chain accidentally、mm, celebrating the Holocaust. It's all. It also involved chickens' more everyday problem: getting eaten, but taken to a bizarre and grotesque extreme.、Uh, Rotisserie chicken, it is quite tasty,、um, and it's one of those things that you you go to Costco specifically for. Five dollars, yes, even in this economy. Uh huh. A hot dog, a chicken, and some gas. But most meat enjoyers wouldn't choose to eat it for lunch every single day. Nor would they choose to eat a whole rotisserie chicken for lunch every day. And now it's not that it's disgusting or that it's even an especially excessive amount of chicken, but it's just enough to make you feel kind of fat and gross and wish that you were eating something else, especially after weeks of eating whole rotisserie chicken for lunch. Yeah, it's just it's one of those things. It's like, yeah, I could do it, but I wouldn't. But I'm just not going to, you know. Yeah, it seems like it would be. I don't have、uh, to, so I'm not going to. Kind of fun for the first couple of days, and then you'd probably really get tired of it. Yeah, and also a lot of sodium in that roasted chicken too. It, not good for your health, and、uh, the quality of a chicken varies wildly.、Uh, even if you get it from the same place from day to day,、yeah. some of them might be dry, and that's going to be a hard chicken to get through. Yeah, so it's it's also not especially noteworthy to eat a whole chicken、yeah. every day.、Uh, this is America. Millions of people eat too much for lunch every day. You might be included in that. Yeah, I'm like a, I know I am. <laughs> a, a large sandwich from a chain or a hamburger meal might be more calories. I than could this cut、chicken. this in half and save the other half for later, but no, no. I'm gonna eat the whole damn thing. Why? Why else did I buy this pack of bibs? Yeah,、hmm. but yeah, over in Philadelphia, one man's personal quest to consume 40 whole rotisserie chickens in 40 days recently captivated the city as well as much of the internet. And to be clear, after after losing the World Series against those cheaters, the Houston Astros, and losing the MLS Cup against the very good and very moral LAFC, yes, <laughs> Philly needed a win, and Philadelphians were ready to rally around any local accomplishment that might fill that World Series-sized hole in their hearts. It's still a bit odd that this all started so simply with this Twitter post from October eighth. I would like to invite you all on a journey that I am on. I am eating a rotisserie chicken every day for thirty days. Today is day eleven. I will keep you all updated as I get closer to my goal. Thank you. And attached was a photo of 31-year-old Alexander Tominsky、uh, sitting down to eat a 
whole rotisserie chicken. Not looking especially stoked about it. Just just kind of letting the world know that that's what he was doing. It's a goal and you're going to stick to it. And I, I do want to point out, this is how the internet used to be. This is like a refreshing kind of uh, thing that happened. It's like the, the days of flash mobs. Reminiscent of that. It's yeah, fun. Which, thank God those are over. But yeah, I do miss that energy. It was so full of hope and wonder. Yeah. Anything could happen. But so engagement on the first tweet, it wasn't spectacular. But Alex continued to update Twitter on his rotisserie chicken journey on a daily basis. And gradually, more and more people took notice. And despite his initial goal being to eat 30 chickens in 30 days, on the 30th day, he issued an announcement via this flyer, which also ended up stapled on utility poles around town. Come watch me eat an entire rotisserie chicken. November 6th will be the 40th consecutive day that I have eaten an entire rotisserie chicken. 12 o'clock noon. The chicken will be consumed on that abandoned pier near Walmart. This is not a party. <laughs> not a party. <laughs> Just showed up to watch me. Do not come here with any kinds of fun festivities in mind. We are here for a serious goal. So this is when people really started to pay attention. And Alex was approached by multiple news outlets for interviews. Uh, let's read from his interview with The Takeout. Was there any particular motivation behind putting up the flyer? You know, there's no question that what I'm doing is really special, and I felt kind of selfish to keep it all to myself, so I figured I might as well invite the city. So, if you want to invite the city, how come you didn't get more specific about which pier you were going to be at? Because if you're from Philly, you'd know. <laughs> it's not too hard to find. I noticed you said on the flyer that this is not a party. Yeah, you know, have everyone come and silently observe the consumption. Why wouldn't it be a party? I'm not trying to make this... It's just me eating chicken, really. You must be tired of eating chicken. It's really, really getting to be challenging on both my mental health and my body. Yeah, believable. I mean, it's expanding further on the challenge aspect. Here's the New York Times. At first, there was no pain. He would eat the chickens in 20 minutes. But after a couple weeks, he began feeling cramped up, bloated from all the sodium, and said that he came to believe that he could, quote, feel the pulse of my heart in my stomach. He would take about two hours to chow down each of the chickens, which, he emphasized, were always completely eaten and usually his only meal of the day. He lost about 16 pounds over the 40 days. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And Mr. Tominsky recalled thinking at the time, this is just a little bit of an inconvenience and a sacrifice for the joy that it seems to be bringing people. And it must be something to, like, lose a somewhat significant amount of weight but still look exactly the same because you are so constantly bloated yeah. with sodium and what I assume is enough water to keep you alive. Yeah, I would hope. I'd hope he'd be... He has to be drinking a gallon, be gallons, gallons yeah. a day for osmosis to happen. Mm. Uh, here's more from the Times. The pain is part of it, he said. The abuse, the torture, all of that is just part of the experience. That's what Jesus said. <laughs> what does one learn when eating dozens of chickens? Well, he said, that they are like a sensory bomb. The dark meat is too salty and greasy, he said. The white meat is dry. When he pokes and grabs the meat, his fingers become oily. And each time he digs back in for more, the slimy sounds make him recoil. While struggling to make it through the last 11 days of the challenge, Mr. Tominsky said he'd chew the chicken into small pieces, mush it in his mouth, and slurp it down with water. Basically, I drank the chicken, he said. Still, Mr. Tominsky said, doing it felt worthwhile because the downsides from eating 40 chickens felt microscopic in comparison to what the world lives with and sees every day. <laughs> This is going to sound strange, but if I happened to, for some silly reason, pass away from this, he said, I would have been okay with the sacrifice. I mean, look, I, I love it, and I believe him. I wouldn't do this challenge, especially when it's the only thing, but I believe, like, just visualizing just the, the gnashing yeah. and the pulling and the sounds yeah, and eating every day. Chicken, it's, it's a very involved thing. I mean, you, like, you can do 
you can get started with utensils, but eventually you got to get your hands in there. Yeah, uh, and just like, oh, just covered in grease and just your face is covered in grease. Yeah. And then you got a lot of wishes to make. There's a lot of wishbones going it's, on there. This is actually the perfect challenge because it's the kind of thing, it's like that kind of thing where it's like, uh, could you eat a whole slice of bread in 60 seconds? Most people are like, well, yeah. They're like, all right, we'll do it. And you're like, fuck! It's really hard. Yeah, it's a lot harder or than Or whistling with cracker, crackers or uh, like... Yeah, it's like most of us could do this, but it would... Like, it's like, oh, it's a rotisserie chicken. Like, I've eaten a whole rotisserie chicken or close to it in one sitting, like, you know. But do that 40 days in a row. It's going to get disgusting. Yeah, you are going to hate yourself. The next challenge should be that disgusting uh, entire chicken in a can. We're just like... <laughs> and then you eat that. I mean, I feel like if you... By then, the bones are rubber. You if just you, If you season them, you marinate that thing enough, it's probably okay. At least it's small. It's canned So that's the good thing about this challenge is absolutely no effort in prep or, or cooking or no. anything. And you just buy the chicken and, and walk and eat it. Even in this economy, in most grocery stores that have a, uh, a kitchen in the back, you can get a rotisserie chicken for, like, pretty cheap. It's an, an affordable, it's an affordable that's meal. That's, like, yeah. over 1,000 calories for, like, usually... Under $10, sometimes as low as 5 But again, what do we tell you about Philly? The most eclectic citizens yeah. of any city in this country, maybe. They, they've got heart. They go 115%. Yeah. And that they this flyer probably went viral because of everyone trying to climb the poles after that uh, playoff win that the Phillies had. Yeah, I bet they climbed a few poles after the, this yeah. guy's 40th chicken. Yeah. Anyways, he did not die, that's, so that's good. Good, Yeah. thank God. Last Sunday was the 40th and final day of chicken eating, and a very large crowd showed up to observe this milestone. Uh, to allow Tominsky to concentrate on the task at hand, the crowd stayed about 50 feet away from Tominsky while he silently consumed his final bird. He usually took his time consuming his chickens over several hours, but for this event, he worked faster than usual and apparently threw up afterwards. <laughs> but he didn't want to bore the crowd by taking too long. Right before his final bite, he stood up and he hit play on a Bluetooth speaker that he was holding, uh, which played Bruce Springsteen's Streets of Philadelphia as he finished off the chicken. And the crowd went wild, chanting, Hero! 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 Hero. Yeah. Um, A bigger turnout than the Four four Seasons Lawn and Gardening Rudy Giuliani Another great piece of uh, Philadelphia local history. Yeah. Uh, even John Fetterman took time out of his last minute campaigning for Senate to congratulate the chicken man. That was probably what pushed him over the edge. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Tominsky told the crowd once they had quieted down a bit. I'm no hero. I am but a man. I ate the chicken. I did the best I can. I just thank you all for being here and thanks for watching me consume. And as for why this became such a local spectacle, uh, one onlooker told local outlet Billy Penn, I feel like the rest of American society has turned into a kind of dystopian, capitalist, meaningless, soulless hellscape. So we've all become nihilists. And something like this, that's not done with a profit motive or really any meaning at all, is refreshing. Another said, there's no broader meaning here. I don't think that there's anything to take out of it as far as a moral lesson. It's just a guy eating chicken. Uh, There has clearly been something deeper here, though, uh, uh, to come out of this. Uh, Since finishing his challenge, the chicken man has used his platform to raise Hundreds of dollars for local food banks. That's great. Um, and uh, PETA, they reached out to him. They're like, hey, now let's see you do 40 days of uh, vegetarianism. And he's like, look, no offense. I uh, get what you're doing. But um, first of all, I'm never eating chicken again. I've already decided that. I will never eat chicken again. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like smoking a whole pack of cigarettes. He's like, actually, I, and I am probably going to be mostly vegetarian for like the foreseeable future uh, mm-hmm. because the thought of eating meat nauseates me. But uh, I can't get on the PETA train completely because I'm raising money for all these food banks and, uh, you know, they're going to be accepting meat and whatnot. And I can't can't say that that's bad. Yeah. So uh, 
Yeah. But there good you go. for this guy. Local hero. Yeah. And a, and a happy ending, too. Yeah. But moving on from chicken, it seems like ages ago, because it was, back then you couldn't open up YouTube without seeing dozens of examples of pranks being done by young YouTubers seemingly unaware of what a prank even is. The humor of these pranks consisted mainly of just annoying and insulting people to their face to get to the point that they would get threatened or get violent or even worse. Uh, they, they would sometimes just commit textbook sexual harassment against women who clearly wanted to be left alone. Uh, Venice Beach was, uh, you couldn't go there for a good yeah, five years. The minefield of YouTubers. Yes. Uh, a guy named Sam Pepper was basically the poster child of this era of YouTube. And if you're wondering what he's up to these days, uh, apparently it's crypto and NFTs. I'm shocked. But we're not here to reminisce on dumb YouTube content from 2014 because while YouTube pranks gone wrong might not be as popular as they used to be, they are still happening, apparently. Yeah, so an incident that went down recently at a vape store in Georgia was, depending on who you ask, either a YouTube prank gone wrong or an attempted armed robbery. Here's Atlanta's WSB TV 2. The Cherokee County Sheriff's Office has identified and arrested the man they say pretended to rob a vape shop for an online video. Deputies have arrested Brandon McMahon, 18, and charged him with criminal attempt to commit armed robbery. Surveillance showed McMahon walk into Smoke Stars on Sixes Road in Canton on Thursday night. The video shows him point a gun at the clerk and demand vape products. Before the clerk can collect any of the Medusa products McMahon requested, he doubles over in laughter. Oh my god, bro, it's an airsoft gun, McMahon can be heard saying. The suspect then proceeds to take off his mask and sunglasses before walking out of the store without taking anything. I'm sorry, it's for a YouTube channel, he appears to say after walking off screen. Bro, it's just a prank. It's just a prank. Yeah. All that's missing is literally that phrase. I mean, that's the one thing is if you would have said the phrase, it unlocks something, you know. Um, but yeah, it's basically 2014 all over again. And what an excuse. It's Hell great. Yeah. Uh, it's got all the ingredients there. It's got harassing some random unsuspecting person and making them fear for their life, uh, telling them that they're not actually in danger because it's all just a prank. And uh, well, those are the only two ingredients. Yeah, these are not complex. Yeah. Uh, except there's one pretty important ingredient that's missing, which uh, police did make note of. This guy was totally alone. There was nobody actually filming. Oh, yeah. The only footage is from the store's surveillance camera. But, but hey, uh, maybe the cameraman was filming from outside the shop. Phones these days, they do have great telephoto lenses. But uh, when the cops showed up and asked the suspect to show them the YouTube channel with all of these pranks that would yeah, what's your channel? back up That's the it. claim, uh, he did not have a YouTube channel to show them. Probably because uh, Susan just deleted it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I swear it was there. It was just there. You missed it. Uh, but, you know, maybe this was going to be like the first video for his new channel. Something real big to lure in subscribers, even though as an 18-year-old, why YouTube? TikTok. TikTok would be the place. Yes. Um, but yeah, whatever. It's possible. But also when police searched the guy's home later, they did not find any airsoft gun. They did find a real, very real 357 Magnum revolver that looks exactly like the one seen in the surveillance footage being pointed at the worker at the vape store. Yeah. So, um, yeah, the working theory here seems to be that Brandon McMahon did, in fact, enter the vape shop fully intending to commit armed robbery and then, bark, 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 chickened out, literally, as the robbery was happening and went with the first excuse that he could think of. It's a prank, bro. You know what would have made this actually believable as a prank is if he pulled the weapon out of a chicken's asshole. Yeah. Yeah. Of course we're not going to take you seriously. You came in here oh, packing yeah. he, a chicken. He's fooling around, yeah. 
You got the chicken. Now sit here and eat it, and you'll yeah. learn your lesson. Yeah. Yeah. But speaking of crimes, you obviously don't need a gun to steal. And in fact, white-collar criminals regularly make off with more money using just the stroke of a pen than they ever would with a gun. Recently, a Florida man named Ralph Puglisi was sentenced to 10 years in prison for embezzling nearly $13 million from his job as an accountant for the University of South Florida over eight years. And while it's kind of bizarre that that much money was able to be unaccounted for for that long, what's more bizarre is how Ralph Puglisi chose to spend his stolen millions. Here's WFLA reporting on a motion Puglisi recently filed where he makes the case that he didn't personally benefit from most of that stolen money. The filing also states his marriage lacked romance, prompting him to turn to a webcam performer with an adult website, My Girlfriend, for sexual gratification and companionship. The motion claims his virtual girlfriend manipulated Puglisi and said she was in love with him, leading him to believe that they were in an actual relationship. Puglisi was a big spender on the website, eventually paying the woman about $6 million, according to the motion. Pay pig! The motion states Puglisi concedes she sent him back about 200000 The motion also states almost $11.5 million of the missing money was sent to My Girl Fund and that the total made up 80% of all MGF profits for the time period. Wow, he, he was is, a whale. He was keeping the, the lights on at My Girl Fund. Absolutely. Single-handedly. This, like, whoever he was talking to called him Pig Lucy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pay up. Pay up, pig. Pay up, pig. Mm. So the most conservative estimate is that he spent half of his stolen $13 million on cam girls. But Puglisi, in his own defense, says it was closer to 90% of the stolen money. <laughs> Actually, you were off, but... Uh, no, Your Honor, I'm much more of a pervert than you even think uh, right now. I'm a, You got me. I'm going all in on I this. I got a problem. Stealing is bad, especially when you're stealing from public institutions that do medical research. But you'd think most people with $13 million that they're not supposed to have would spend it differently. And this is like robbing dozens of banks and throwing most of the cash at strippers. But no, at least the strippers are all in the same room as you. It's actually more pathetic than that. Yeah. This is like robbing a crypto exchange and spending most of the money on Twitch bits for hot tub streamers. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. But actually, this, uh, this gets a lot weirder the more you look into it. Um, here's the Tampa Bay Times from back in March. One of the adult websites Puglisi frequented, My Girl Fund, allows users to buy credits, then use them to pay people with profiles on the site. They can cash out those credits for real dollars at any point. My Girl Fund also is being sued by USF. According to a USF investigation, Puglisi visited the profile of a user on that site more than 2,800 times over a two-year span. The user, Francisca Roman Ruth, went by the name Your Girl 94 on the site and now is believed to be married to Puglisi's stepson. She also is a defendant in the USF lawsuit. Puglisi and Ruth are believed to have had an arrangement where she sent 60% of what she received back to Puglisi. At one point, according to the USF investigation, she mailed him a check for more than $18,000, resulting in a mail fraud charge for Puglisi. Uh, Again, this is one of those stories where I have so many more questions now than I did before I even heard it. Because when when did the stepson meet? Like at what? It sounds like he was, was already dating her, and uh, now they're married. Well, but then uh, in that ca- case, it kind of sounds like money laundering. Well, yeah, there was definitely money laundering involved. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, like, it sounds like that more than just him being a pervert. It sounds like this was a plan. Sounds the like it, time. it worked out. It, it especially two when birds with one when stone. it's eighty percent of the company's profit. Like, you got to kind of look at the company too. Is like, yeah, uh, that's why the company is being sued as well. Yeah. Um, 
I mean, it's I, an interesting case. At face value, this seems extremely sketchy and in a very low way perverted, but perverted in a way that uh, just happens to be uh, incestual. I like to think he was already spending money on the cam girls, the cam girl uh, stepdaughter, and then just kind of accidentally figured out that he could also launder money this way. Yeah, like it just started out as a fetish yeah. for his son's wife hmm. first. I should probably launder this money. Yeah. Anyways, uh, I don't know if this makes it more or less pathetic, but yeah, it sounds like this guy was spending most of the money on his stepson's fiance, a cam girl, who, in addition to providing an online girlfriend experience for this sad old man, also helped him launder the money. And um, I would be I would be willing to bet there might be some kind of physical relationship between the father and, and her as well. I don't know. If they're talking for hours on there. But why even use the cam girl site then? To launder the money. I don't know. I think... He's an old school businessman. He's like, I'm not... Look, you're doing a service. You should be paid for it. But he's already doing the pay pig thing. Like, I think he might... uh, Like, he might get off on this girl being like, no, online only. You pay. You pay now. I will not meet in person. I'm engaged to your stepson. Whatever. His name is Pig Lisi. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, we've got the headlines out of the show coming right up. But first, this episode is sponsored by HelloFresh. With HelloFresh, you get farm fresh, pre-portioned ingredients, and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. Skip trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. That's why it's America's number one meal kit. The holidays are just around the corner, and HelloFresh makes this busy time of year easier than ever with with chef-crafted recipes and pre-portioned ingredients delivered right to your door, so you can spend less time meal planning and prepping. With over 35 weekly recipes, there's something to please everyone. You can also easily customize your recipes by swapping proteins or sides, upgrading to choice proteins, or even adding protein to a veggie meal. We're big fans of the hearty autumn meals that HelloFresh offers around this time of year. And on next week's menu, they've got the Hall of Fame Thai Coconut Curry Chicken Mm. with cilantro lime rice. Delicious. Which clocks in at just 30 minutes of prep and cook time and looks like it is sure to warm you up on one of these cold nights. It was like 50 in LA the other day. I was freezing my my balls off. Burr. Uh, We love how quick and efficient cooking with HelloFresh feels. Everything that you need is right there, pre-measured and ready to go. So go to HelloFresh.com slash WeeklyWeird65 and use code WeeklyWeird65 for 65% off plus free shipping. Again, that's code WeeklyWeird65 at HelloFresh.com slash WeeklyWeird65 for 65% off plus free shipping. This episode is also sponsored by Honey, the easy way to save when shopping on your iPhone or computer. We all shop online, and we've all seen that promo code field taunting us at checkout. But thanks to Honey, manually searching for coupon codes is a thing of the past. Honey is the free shopping tool that scours the internet for promo codes and applies the best one that it finds to your cart. Imagine you're shopping on one of your favorite sites. When you check out, the Honey button appears, and all you have to do is click Apply Coupons. Wait a few seconds as Honey searches for coupons it can find for that site, and if Honey finds a working coupon, you'll watch the prices drop. I mean, look, we always shop online, and we use Honey frequently. If if I can't get a discount on something, I question whether I need it or not. Yeah. And you got the holidays coming up. It's always time to save, and your family has no idea how much money that you will save on their gifts. God knows how much I've saved. And those savings you can spend on whatever the hell you want. Honey doesn't just work on desktop. It works on your iPhone, too. Just activate it on Safari on your phone and save on the go. If you don't already have Honey, you could be straight up missing out. And by getting it, you'll be doing yourself a solid and supporting this show. We would never recommend something that we don't use. Get Honey for free at joinhoney.com slash weird. Uh, it's joinhoney.com slash weird. Thank you for sponsoring the show. Now it's time to get into the craziest, weirdest, wildest headlines from around the world this week. Starting with the McDonald's gaming chair comes with a fries holder and burger warmer. That's how you know you're an elite gamer. 
I, I'm not even taking a break to eat McD's. It's it's just built into the chair. And this chair apparently uses some form of synthetic lever, leather that is uh, grease resistant. Oh, well, that's that's good because yeah. it would look disgusting with in no time. Yeah, you ever see some like fucking weeaboo's keyboard just covered in finger grease? Mm. No. They need to have like an absorbent uh, self-cleaning pad under it. So with your greasy fingers, you just wipe it under the, uh, yeah. the seat. And some like uh, bounce pads built into the seat. So for all your... Uh, your burger farts get yeah, filtered yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. This is, I mean, like, this is a stupid idea, but also McDonald's is really, they're getting to the point. They're saying the quiet part out loud. Yeah. It's like, we know you're all disgusting little, little, uh, little piggies. Yeah. So, uh, here's, gamers. here's a chair for you, you gamer yeah. piece of shit. It's and cool. this chair is one of a kind. Like, you own this chair, you own a one of a kind Look, piece of memorabilia. I just want to say thank you to McDonald's for not making this an NFT. They are giving real things out yeah. now. These are things that people can use physically. Even if you know that you put fries there, you can put anything there. Yeah, it's non-fungible. Yeah. It's, one it's also time. real. You can sit in it, unlike uh-huh. an NFT. You can't yeah. sit in an NFT. We've come full circle. One year ago today, it would have been a Big Mac NFT. Now, we're back to physical goods. Yeah, this is way better. Could you imagine the just how sad a kid would be opening up a box of cereal because there's a toy printed on the outside, and what they've got on the inside of the box is simply a receipt yeah. For a toy on the blockchain. Actually, it's a digital collectible. Boom. <laughs> Attractive female students no longer earned higher grades when classes moved online during COVID-19. This is, uh, I don't know if it's surprising, but it's also kind of gross. And uh, yeah, it's weird. It's weird. Yeah, I don't know if it's like necessarily like sexual attraction or people might just be nicer in general to pretty women. Yeah, uh, putting aside any like uh, thoughts about this going in a weird direction. Yeah, I think typically that's already been studied where like yeah. more attractive people are treated differently. It's than... the same. It's like similar like with men, it's uh, height. Mm-hmm. Like you... Well, we've been over this. We've yeah. been over this a bunch, but yeah, like for every like half an inch taller you are than the average, like your average annual salary goes up by a certain mm-hmm. amount. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's unfair out that's there. That's why Shibby's but... a billionaire. Yeah, that's right. But yeah. you put everyone on Zoom, uh, you know, it's it levels the playing field. I bet a lot of really attractive women, um, like COVID was especially hard for them. They're like, I can't see any of my friends, and also my grades are just terrible. Like I used to be an A student, suddenly I'm a B minus in all my classes. I didn't change anything. What happened? Maybe it's that long COVID. Maybe I've got that brain fog. Nope. Nope. Well, it's just you. You can't use that hot privilege anymore. Sorry, ladies. We're judging on merit now. Yeah. Yeah. 14-hour days with no break and no bathroom. Amazon founder Jeff Bezos sued by his former housekeeper. What is this guy's deal, his fetish, with uh, not letting people go to the bathroom? It is weird, isn't it? Yeah, now it's like before, it's like, okay, he's doing it for efficiency purposes or just because he hates workers. But or the, he's removed from the process or, and just wants to be mean. But the fact that he's doing it to his own household staff tells me that he gets off in some way on knowing that the people doing his bidding have a bladder full of piss that they can't empty out. Yeah, it's weird. It's so strange because there's, you would assume, multiple uh, guest bathrooms in whatever residence Jeff Bezos has. Well, he's, uh, so he's such a fucking piece of shit. Uh, I guess the one bathroom that the housekeepers were allowed to use was like only, it was like in the basement of like some second structure. And the only way f- they were allowed, allo- basement. The only way they were allowed to get there, like they weren't allowed to use the door to it. They had to, so they figured out they had to go climb out a window 
if they wanted to get to the bathroom. And they had very few opportunities to do so. They also, uh, they didn't have any sort of break room to actually eat meals. So they just like ate on the floor and uh, they didn't have anywhere to even like sit. They, they weren't provided like anywhere to even rest their feet. Fuck you, Jeff Bezos. Also, they, oh, also they were racist. Like all, all of the uh, Hispanic Latino uh, staff was, was treated uh, much more poorly than, than the white household staff. Uh, I'm not shocked. I feel bad. I'm not shocked. And they were told to like stay out of sight. Like if if Jeff sees you, like that's that's a, that's bad. He shouldn't he shouldn't see you. It's not surprising, but also very bad. Yeah, yeah. Let the people pee, Jeff. Mm-hmm. This man, the hell that awaits Jeff Bezos is just everyone he ever wronged just peeing on him. Oh, no, simultaneously he, forever. Uh, perpetually has to pee with no bathroom around. Yeah, he's. He his hell is trapped on the four hundred five, having to take diarrhea shit. Yeah, yeah. Legally blind Florida man arrested when Kane is confused for a gun. The, the video of this is infuriating. It's it's it's, it's like mm. just. Uh, I mean, you see this a lot in like body cam or whatever footage of just like cop logic, where like clearly they have nothing on you, and they're just they're just giving you a hard time because they can, because yeah. they feel embarrassed. Um, yeah, and, you, uh, you, as soon as you they they figured out that they have nothing, it immediately goes on the defensive and they try to find something. Yes, this is infuriating. And it's like, this is another example of like someone who's done nothing wrong and is obviously upset with his interaction with yeah. the police. He's like, okay, well, well th- I haven't you, done anything. You thought I had a gun. This I is not a gun. This is a cane. So you have nothing. Can I go? And they're like, well, uh, let's see your license. He's like, I don't want to give it to you. He's like, all right, well, you're not going to give us a license. That's uh, obstruction. To, I don't know. It's like they just... They arrested this guy. Apparently, last I checked, he was having trouble finding an attorney, but that might have changed. Because he's blind. Uh, right, yeah. How do I work computer? No, he, uh, I don't know, but yeah, this is fucking bullshit. And the, yeah. the video is just so fucking annoying. Like, Just fucking, don't you have better things to do? Like, there are probably crimes being committed right now, actual crimes. And you're just hassling this blind man for having the audacity to walk with a cane that he literally needs to get around outside. He's fucking lucky they didn't just, like, kill him or something. I know. I mean... It's, there, it's definitely well, happened with, like, deaf and blind people. Well, there's a part where, like, he's blind, so, like... Or legally blind. I don't know how, how blind he is, but, yeah. like, there's a part where he pulls out the cane, like, really fast. And I was like, ooh... Ooh, if yeah. he wasn't white, and if he had done that, maybe standing a little closer to one of these cops, like that, they they would have one hundred percent just like emptied mm-hmm. a clip into him. So, uh, yeah, uh, infuriating as yeah. usual. El Paso high school students may have to retake SATs after tests fly out of UPS truck. Oops. Oh, geez. Yeah, there, wasn't there like a rumor that like someone was taking credit for this? I don't know, but it's pretty brilliant because it's like it would suck to take the SAT two times, but like after taking it the first time. That's a practice test. Yeah. Like, your scores are going to be higher. You pretty go, much no matter what. You start at the driving range before you go to the golf course. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I mean, yeah, it would not surprise me if this was an inside job. But, yeah. But uh, who's to say? Nobody's to say because no one should say a fucking thing. Yeah. Keep your fucking mouth shut. Yeah. it's that's You're going to learn more keeping your mouth shut than you'd yeah. ever learn on an SAT. Come on. Don't ruin this for everyone. Mm-hmm. Kanye West's worst nightmare is coming true. Adidas plans to sell Yeezys under new branding. It's it's great because no one would buy them under the previous branding. They have to salvage it somehow. They they own it like they they want to make yeah. money off of it. But also, it has the bonus added side effect of uh, infuriating Kanye West. Yeah, they should call sideways him, laugh emoji. They should call him something like the the King David's. Sleazies. Like, they should call him the the Moses. 
Just t- something from the uh, that really pisses from him Jewish off. scripture. Yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, he doesn't have he 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 owns the patents to the Yeezy slides, mm. which I guess are pretty popular. All of these fucking shoes look stupid to me. I'm not a sneaker person, and these are like especially just like like why. But, uh, but the first, when they first were released, uh, we I think both of us were just like they look like uh, one of those uh, boats that goes on land or whatever. Uh, yeah, I just don't get it. Yeah, um, but I, I don't. I'm obviously they've done I'm, very well. Obviously, done... I'm wrong and Kanye is right. Yes, uh, but yeah, they're just gonna keep on selling them, and they should just pass the license to like pay less. Yeah, that would be really funny. Yeah, that would be a great like revenge to just completely devalue the existing. Uh, Yeezy shoes by well, <laughs> by selling the the patents to pay I, less. I guess it was a more extreme scenario, but I know that Fred Perry uh, permanently halted production of yeah, the black shirts that the, alt right people were wearing. The Proud Boys shirt. Yeah. So this is like, I mean, they have to do something because they're still kind of like it, it is permanently tied to his brand. Um, well, but, I mean, if they if they halt production completely, that just makes the existing ones more valuable. If they flood the market. With Yeezys that don't have Yeezy branding on them. Yeah, sleazies. I think that's, uh, yeah, sleazies. Yeah. I think that's funnier. Okay, well, we'll see what happens. Uh, yeah. But either way, Kanye is probably upset about it. No matter oh, how sure. many sideways have laughing emojis I'm he sure wishes he could post. I'm so mad. Oh. U.S. hospitals are so overloaded that one ER called 911 on itself. We need help. Uh, and yeah, I didn't know about this, but there are multiple non-COVID res- respiratory uh, illnesses going around. There's RSV. Like, yeah, a bunch of kids are like dying from some fucked up like little kid disease. Mm-hmm. I don't have children, so I don't hear about these things. But mm-hmm. uh, it's it's bad, apparently. And uh, it's clogging up the hospitals. And and yeah, this uh, this one hospital, they they called 911 for themselves. And uh, I love this. They, they called 911 and the local fire department sent down their whole squad to help, like, move beds and do all That's sorts great. of work. It's like, imagine, imagine they call the local police department and ask for any fucking help at all. Yeah. Nothing. But I, I firefighters still... are good, and they actually, they got, they got they understand their job is to actually fucking help the There public. was about six months there where the firefighters, they went a little crazy. See, the great thing is all the bad firefighters died of COVID. Yes. So now it's a clean slate. Or lost their the jobs. Only, the only ones that are left are good. Yeah. They're still bros. They're still uh, knuckleheads. They, they, you know, they understand that the point of their job is is not to like terrorize the public, but to actually help the public. Yeah, and I appreciate that. Uh, I think that's great, and it's just another wonderful example of that. So there you go. Norwegian princess quits royal duties to work with shaman fiance. Yeah, cool. I didn't know about this, but uh, so she's not in line for the crown. She's basically the the Prince Andrew of of uh, Norway. Just a, a great shame to the nation. Has for years. Uh, marketed herself as like a, a psychic or like a just all this supernatural shit and the royal the rest of the royal family's like please please don't use your actual royal title in fact we're gonna we're gonna take your title away and now she's marrying some shaman who sells a some necklace that he says prevents COVID-19 mm. on his website is that kind of so they're, they're teaming up uh, but she uh, yeah she had to quit her her royal duties she's like no I'm going all in bad bad year for uh this is some shit that used to happen all the time. Uh, Rasputin being the, the greatest example, but a uh, hundred years or so ago, uh, royal families across Europe were just getting swindled constantly by uh, magic men. <laughs> and, and fucking uh, each other. And we're bringing that shit back. Yeah. And it's, it's awesome. I love it. FIFA rejects human rights for all message on Denmark training kits. Yeah, they... Uh, so the 
the upcoming World Cup, which is wait, mm, what time? What time of year is it? it? It's not summer. Oh, it's in December, so it must be a. Oh, it's in. It's not in the southern. Oh, okay. Oh, okay, so yeah, it's in Qatar, a, a country with a notoriously a bad human rights record, especially in the lead up to the, like literally like building the stadium, building the stadium with slaves, like yes. uh, like the pyramids before. But um, yeah, uh, the Denmark team, they're just they wanted kits that said human rights for all and they're like well let's not get political and they're like how is it political to say that everyone should have human rights and they're like eh, well you know uh, can we not can we just not what a what a fucking train wreck of a world cup already and it hasn't even started so i'm sure that'll this be this is like the pinnacle of why these global sporting events are actually like fucking evil yeah it's <laughs> if nothing else it provides a clear concise example of why it's bad cuz also they they won the bid for this. It was like seven years ago, but it was total fucking bullshit. Yeah. Like they they bribed their way to getting the World Cup bid. It was so funny. Like the other day on the stream when we were like finally coming around to being like, look, good for Logan Paul. He's had all that drama. He's made all of his mistakes, and now he's doing the WWE thing, which we'd seen for a long time coming. And it's like, look, he made it. Yeah. And then someone in the chat reminded us that he's in the uh, Saudi Arabia backed uh, like special. It's called, like, The Crown or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah, That was the event that he performed at. <laughs> so it's the, like, uh, the of course tour. there's a rub. Yeah. yeah. Also, he lives in Puerto Rico. and uh, uh, To avoid drives taxes, his, yeah, yeah, to avoid taxes and drives his ATV over uh, sea turtle. Yes, yeah, so he hasn't he hasn't learned too much, uh, but uh, he's just dumb. Like, I bet if you explained why Saudi Arabia is bad to Logan Paul, he would just stare at you blankly and be like, I, I don't, don't know. I, I think that he is more uh, interested in the money. Well, yeah. Because he's already been through so much where people just... He doesn't care at this point because he's still successful despite what people think. They should get him, you know, now that his, like, fucking body's all fucked up from that wrestling match, he should take up golf. It's a low-impact sport. And then they can sign him to LIV. Yeah. The uh, the hot new golf league, which uh, I can't remember who owns it, but they got a lot of a lot of big stars. All the stars are here. Mm-hmm. So uh, maybe he could take that up. Something to think about. Yeah. And final headline. Tennessee voters officially ban all forms of slavery in the state. They did it. What year is it again? Also, this this came with the the all-time greatest, most surreal local news graphic we've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Uh, here is Fox 13 Memphis. You decide. Slavery banned. It's, uh... We did it, everyone. In- incredible. Uh, this is like if Twitter existed in 1865, the exact same graphic would, would be on people's timelines. Probably. Uh, well, leading up to this, it would be like some uh, cotton manufacturer's brand getting verified on Twitter. Yeah. And then saying that they were going we're to... We're going to free all of our slaves. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, no, we're not. Oh, God. Oh, our stock's crashing. Uh, yeah. This is, I mean, this is good news. It's a bunch of states banned the the form of slavery that was still or is still legal under the U.S. Constitution, the, under the 13th Amendment. They're like, slavery is officially banned, except you can you can make prisoners do all the slavery you want, actually. Mm-hmm. Just, just, just keep that on the deal. But they, uh, of course, they would have to commit crimes in order right. to become prisoners. So, like four um, four states banned that. I'm not sure how. Like, there's probably loopholes. I would imagine. Yeah. I don't want to be too optimistic about it. But one state had slavery on the ballot, and they said, "No, let's keep it." And that was Louisiana. Wow. Wow. Yeah. So that's interesting. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Well, the graphic was worth it, I guess. It was. Yeah. Anyways, that's it for this week's episode of Weekly Weird News. If you have somehow, somehow missed the past week of Elon Musk and the election, 
Boy, do we have content for you. Yes. Um, in whatever order, I, there's... Well, before News Dump, we did Tech, which was a week of Elon taking over and kind of the rundown on everything that taking he's done. Taking over and taking L's. Yeah, up until the release, uh, the first deployment of Twitter Blue. And then from there, we have News Dump, which it covers some election stuff, but then goes into the legitimate, hilarious abuses that were uh, displayed on this website for 48 hours straight. Uh, causing massive financial harm to several companies and uh, exposing a lot of the shortcomings, dare I say, uh, evil doings of a lot of other companies. And we talked about the uh, the fight brewing between Donald Trump and Ron Sanctimonious. It's yeah. getting very exciting. So all that content's over there. Please mm-hmm. enjoy. Yeah. And we will see you soon for more content. Yeah. The content never ends. Just... Do the, you know, high 5,000 people do the likes, comments, all I that? I think it might be, now we got the brave 6,000. 6,000? Yeah. Prove it. Yeah, prove it. Bye. Bye.